Hey, recording live. The newest episode of Mindset Moves Podcast. Exclusively for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. I love helping other people to not have to go through some of the tests and trials that I did if possible. This is where you get the first dibs of the best business strategies ever so you can grow your revenue while minimalizing your time, your efforts, and your energy. There's great coaches. There's people in this field. So yeah, you want them on your team. Hi, and welcome to the newest episode of Mindset Moves, exclusively aired first and foremost for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Martis Ray Greca, and today's guest is someone I'm super passionate about. I'm often geeking out over her content, just leaving lots of love on what she has to share because I just so agree with many of the things that, and parts of her message that she, um, she, she, lights the world up with. And uh, before I continue to just gush over her, I'm going to let Alex tell you her story. And by the way, if you are watching this on a platform where you can comment, please tell us where you're watching or listening from. And if this is something that really speaks to your heart, this episode, please share it with a friend. That's how we spread the good word. And we shift mindsets everywhere for a more positive world. So Alex, who are you? Why should we care about what, what, what we're doing here today, right? What's your story? <laughs> oh, great question. Great question. So many different ways I could answer that. Um, you know, who I am really, Marta, is a woman who is in constant pursuit of living as her highest self. That's how I, how I always relate to who I actually am. What I do is I'm a wife, a mom, a friend, a jujitsu practitioner, and then also a business and fulfillment coach. So I love guiding other women in making significant leaps forward in their lives, relationships, and businesses by becoming fully expressed, living unapologetically, tapping into their passions, and really creating from their own unique divine intuition. Yeah. And I've read one of your latest posts, and I got to be honest with you, even though I'm at a point in business where you know, here comes a should, you should be past this point, right? I still tune into the, the things that are like that, you know, that my first hundred K month, I 10 X my revenue. I still tune into to that, but you recently shared and rightfully so that you're, you're tired of talking about that. And you're more into speaking about passion, which by the way, was reignited through you during a recent trip to Africa. Can you tell me a little bit about that trip and why that Resparked such things? Yeah, absolutely. Africa was a really significant turning point for me, I'll say, um, in, in many ways that I've also been building up to for quite some time. And so, you know, my story initially that when I, I started my business, I struggled quite a bit the first few years, as a lot of entrepreneurs do. I had no idea how to actually make my business successful and get to where I wanted to be. Or boundaries. And, we have no idea at that stage in business, but boundaries mm-hmm. are that they exist, that we can say no, right? 
Exactly. Because I was a huge people pleaser and I didn't even realize I was a huge people pleaser at the time, but I look back now and see, yeah, huge people pleaser. Didn't know I could have boundaries. Didn't know that it was okay to be supported, to not have superwoman syndrome and do everything myself. Mm -hmm. And so I struggled a lot with fear, with doubt, with second guessing myself, with not being bold and confident. And yet I knew that I really loved coaching and I really was passionate about what I was doing. And so I spent years grinding it out and trying to figure it out. And then I made a significant investment in myself in 2020, started working with world-class coaches who had walked the path, who could guide me from their own experience and teach me how to not only grow in sales mastery and marketing and messaging and how to run a business, but also to transform who I was being and how I was seeing myself and to own my value, to discover my greatness, to uncover how I could let go of the people pleasing and the control freak tendencies and really let myself shine my light in a much greater way. And when I did that, I, I 10X my business in a little over a year. I had this incredible growth and started experiencing myself much more powerfully as a, a master coach. And so that journey was, was incredible. And I found that as I did elevate into this higher level, I could find myself at times getting so focused on, well, the next level and the next level and reaching higher revenues. And so many people out there online were talking about just all about money, right? And how to make more money. And don't get me wrong. I absolutely love guiding my clients in making more money and increasing their revenue and making leaps forward. That's been impactful for me. It's impactful for them and for their businesses and their missions. And I found about a year ago, really, that that wasn't what was lighting me up the most inside being the revenue acceleration coach, the sales coach talking all about, you know, the money and quantum leaping. It was one aspect of it, but I realized for me that it was really missing this piece of also embracing the journey, embracing the present, being focused on where you are right now and falling in love with who you are today, where you are, the impact you're making and letting your desires really lead the way over the shoulds or what you feel like it has to be. And so I found with a lot of women I, I work with, because I work with a lot of high achieving women who have big dreams and are going for it, the the danger to that, the, the dark side of it is this constantly feeling like you haven't arrived yet. You're not there yet. There's still more to go. It's not good enough yet. Constantly focusing on the gap of where you are to where you want to be instead of really celebrating and enjoying the journey and embracing it. So as I went through my own journey of that, I, I really love to coach from my own experience. So as I went through my own journey of it, I found myself falling in love with talking to other people about it and exploring this really juicy topic of how do you actually ignite more passion and joy and excitement and truthfully ecstasy into your daily life experience so, they're, so that you're actually enjoying your business and your relationships in your life and, and tapping into why you're doing all of this in the first place. Yeah, that I completely agree with what you're saying for more than two reasons, but two that come from top of mind are oftentimes we have those things on our vision board that we want to do that we think we'll only be able to get until we, when we get to this, to this specific revenue goal, until we get to this revenue goal, we won't be able to have those things, right? Like inherent peace or the million dollar house. And my own personal story is that we have the million dollar house, but in a completely different way that I could have never imagined from the land development business uh, of my husband, right? So um, when you're so focused on those revenue goals, God is bringing those solutions in ways that you could have never, you could have just never possibly 
imagined. And I can't remember what my second point was to that, but that's a very important point. But that's a really me. potent point that you just brought that up. That counts as two. That counts as two. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. And you know, it's funny because here you're forgetting your second point. I didn't even remember to mention Africa. You, that was the actual yeah. question was so how that's Africa the second part of the question. Yeah. And, and like, this is out. a beautiful reminder that, you know, you this is what success is. You might have this idea of when I'm successful, I will remember all the things. I'll be on top of it. I'll be perfect. And it's actually when you let go of all of that, that you could truly enjoy your success as an entrepreneur. Um, so yes, tell me about Africa. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. I had this opportunity presented to me last summer from a coach and mastermind group that I was in to be part of this group for the year and join this trip in Kenya, in Africa, um, for 10 days on this transformational retreat with this group of women. And as soon as my coach offered this to me, I just knew that this was lit up for me. I've been wanting to visit Kenya for over 10 years, and I just knew it was too good of an opportunity to pass up. And then, of course, there were doubts and second guessing that came up about it. I have a 19 month old or she was 19 months at the time of the trip um, and my husband at home. And so leaving them for 11 days felt like a really big deal. And I'd never traveled internationally that far before. And so there were a lot of things that came up. And so this is where I say the journey has been teaching me so much over the last year. It didn't start in Africa last month. It's been ongoing because I throughout this experience, got to continue practicing what it looks like to say yes to your passions, your desires, to let them lead the way and to live in trust. And to trust that if you're called to something, if you have a desire on your heart and you follow it, it's going to be in highest service to all involved, not just to me, but to my family and to my clients and the other women on the trip and, and everyone around me. So I got to really practice trusting in that desire and then also shifting again how I'm seeing myself and letting myself lean into more adventure and excitement and more unknown. And so for me, growing up, my family didn't travel internationally. It wasn't a thing for us. There was a lot of fear or anxiety or stress around international travel. And so approaching this trip to Africa, I did have some concerns about, oh, just getting all the vaccines and it's 24 hours of travel and we had no clue where we were going on this trip. We didn't have an itinerary in advance, so didn't know what we were doing, what it was going to involve. And so there was definitely discomfort there, but by choosing to follow the desire and the passion and to not listen to the doubts, to not give the doubts a vote, I got to end up having this incredibly amazing experience of international travel and I was loving it, enjoying it. The flights there, even though they were 21 hours, were full of pleasure and fun. I traveled with some of the other women that were going and um, had this wonderful trip there. And then the entire experience was just phenomenal. I mean, one of the most amazing experiences of my life, truly. So what did you and do? I did. And I got, got to see it. myself as a world traveler. Yeah. And embrace adventure. It was great. So yeah, we, we got to go on game drives and see the wild animals. We actually got to see a pair of lions mating from like eight feet away, which was just incredible to, to see how they operate on instinct and yeah. And how that all works. Um, we got to see lions hunting, giraffes fighting, elephants giving themselves dust baths. I mean, it was just amazing to be with the wildlife. And that was a big part of it. We Why also, do elephants give themselves dust baths? Because questions. Um, yeah, well, I have the exact same question. <laughs> Guides were so knowledgeable. It was incredible um, because it helps them avoid ticks and it cools them down. 
I'm going to cover my whole body with dust. Yeah, there you go. You should be covered in dust when you go into the woods. Apparently. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but that's what's amazing is these elephants just know. They just, the power of instinct yeah. was yeah. amazing to see that live. Yeah. And so how did you connect with that? How did you translate that into your own life? Mm, yeah. Well, for me, it was all this mirroring of the exploration I've been doing over the last few years of how we all have really incredible intuition inside of us. Mm -hmm. When you can learn how to remove your fear, not remove your fear. I don't want to say it that way, actually. When you can learn how to acknowledge and identify your fear and not pay attention to it, because I don't actually believe we ever just completely get rid of fear. It's not about that. It's about responding to fear differently. So if you can learn how to identify your fear, respond to it differently, that's when you can really access your highest self and your intuition and where it's guiding you. And your highest self is always guiding you towards more expansion, more creation, and more abundance. Mm -hmm. So seeing these animals, and even with the lions mating, the female lion, when they were done, would, would walk a few steps away, fall down, lay on her back, and roll around to help herself get pregnant. Wow. Right? And the power of that instinct was just amazing to witness. And it reminded me of when I was pregnant and I was, um, it, it turned out to be about a week out from giving birth to my daughter. And I remember my doctor saying that, oh, it could probably still be two or three weeks before I gave birth. But my husband, he had a trip coming up that Friday. And I said to him, I don't think you should go. I don't think you should leave town. It was just a day trip. But I said, I really don't think you should go. And the doctor said, well, it might still be two or three weeks. I said, Adam, no, I don't think you should go. And sure enough, she was born that day. The day he was supposed to travel. Awesome. I was thinking about that on this trip and how my body was just telling me, no, you're having this baby. Like, you know, when this baby is coming, our, our own instincts, our intuition is so powerful. And so when you can learn how to live in your intuition, instead of fear, doubt, worry, second guessing, grind, stress, worry of what other people think or approval from other people, it unlocks the doors to so much powerful creativity and and passion and, and presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been tuning in a lot more to my intuition. It's obviously just a journey that I'm constantly, and I'm mm -hmm. sure watchers and viewers and you too, Alex, you're constantly trying to tune into it more and tune into it more and tune into it more. How would you say is a helpful way to tune into your intuition more obviously practically as stop giving. I mean, it's easier said than done, right? Like just stop caring what people yes. think, right? Just stop it. <laughs> yeah, just do yeah. it. Right. But easier said than done. So what are some practice? So, so what are some other ways that one can tune into to help oneself connect further? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I really like to look at with my clients is first checking in on what is the desire that continues to pop up for you? What are those nudges, those inspirations, those repeated thoughts that just come up over and over and over again? Because there's a difference between a true desire and an impulsive desire. You know, walking out of the grocery store and seeing a pack of gum and being like, ooh, gum. That's very different from a true desire that just continues to pop up for you, that you continue to feel drawn to. Mm -hmm. I often have found and learned and and now pass on to the people I work with is that desire tends to pull you forward towards what you want. It tends to pull you into, to what you do want. Fear talks you out of what you want. Fear tells you what you don't want. 
is what I find most often is the case. So exploring and, and looking at what am I really drawn to? What are those nudges? And then what is my pattern of how I talk myself out of what I want? Mm-hmm. I tend to have a, but what if spiral I'll be pulled to something like the trip to Africa. And then, but wait a minute, is it okay to leave Stella for 11 days? What if she has too hard of a time with it? But wait a minute, what if the 24 hours of travel is just too much or what if I get sick while I'm over there? You know, just all the, the but what if doubts that can come up. Yeah, which I, you know, there it's my intuition, my gut, you know, uh, we're coming up on the one year of my mama's passing on Monday. And I knew I wanted to be here with my dad when that occurred. So I said, I'm going to Italy. Uh, I'm going to go on a mama tour. There is no rhyme or reason as to why I just feel my intuition is calling me to go there. I don't know why. Oh, that's I so exciting. There, I'll see my nonna, my tia, all of her closest friends. And, you know, a trip to Paris is only like 27 euros away. So why not? I'll be over there for a few days as well, visiting my cousin. And and I do know because as I get closer to it, it's like, but can I really leave for 10 days? Can I? is the baby going to be safe? Is my husband going to be, you know, too busy? Um, and then of course there were the objections of, um, family or like, are you really going to leave him with the kids for 10 days? And, uh, you know, my, my, one of my dearest friends, I think the favorite quote reaction to this, she, she said, wow, you must have a magical pussy. <laughs> you know what? I don't doubt it. <laughs> And so obviously, but regardless, I'm going to, that's my brain, right? That's fear. What if this, but like, what if this, and what if, you know, this is actually a time that my husband gets to be empowered to spend such quality time with the kids without me being in the mix all the time, you know, doing all the things and being the fixer and the doer and, and all of that. I think it's going to be a wonderful opportunity for everyone to rise up and step up to the plate. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that when you follow the intuition, like you said, Alex, and you, you know, it's acknowledge that fear, understand where it's coming from, let it exist and then let it fade away. That's how you can truly uh, ignite that ecstasy in your life and in your business. Right. And let's talk about that passion and purpose that you felt called to bring attention back onto, but it's something that you've always focused on, but more Mm -hmm. recently, it seems to be the theme of your content. Yeah. And I will say, Marty, you just made another great point when you said that you're going to go and get your spaciousness and time for you to restore and to be. And that's another piece if you're talking about accessing your intuition and and your creativity and your passion, you must have spaciousness. This is one of the biggest challenges I see entrepreneurs struggle with over and over is being addicted to the busyness and all the doing and feeling like you have to always do, do, do in order to achieve And I have learned this lesson multiple times over still growing in it. So I get it. I relate to it. I've been there. And that's actually one of the things that, that makes running a business more difficult or creates more grind or, or makes it feel more challenging to move through whatever you're moving through is that feeling like you have to, to do so much to figure it out. And the real power, our greatest power is in our being it's in being present. It's in connecting to ourselves and slowing down enough and getting spaciousness that you can actually pull back and see the bigger picture. But you have to get that time, right? To be present and to allow yourself to 
to really focus on the journey and where you are and, and create real breathing room. And that's when you can access more creativity. Yeah, a hundred percent. And being in nature is a big one too, that when mm-hmm. you are prioritizing that time in nature as that's for me, my me time, we have a beautiful property. Uh, we have a beautiful lake, tons of running creeks and just hearing the sound of water actually brings down your blood pressure, which obviously when you're in a more relaxed state, you can operate at your highest frequencies when you're bringing yourself to that baseline of relaxed state. So being in nature and hearing those nature sounds, like just thinking about it, it just brings me back, man. I just love it. So that's, that's a huge one too, but you're absolutely right. Creating that spaciousness. And I a hundred percent feel that this trip for me is going to be that, although there's quite the itinerary, lots of Italians and (laughs) (laughs) French to see, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to just be me, myself and I. Um, so let's, let's talk about that, that passion, right? So we, how would tuning into your intuition, we talked about that, that allows us to really connect with what our highest self, the divine God, guardian angels, your ancestors, you know, that, that journey that's been mapped out for you before you were even born. And that's, that's where that passion comes from, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I believe our passions are part of our, our higher selves, right? And our desires, our passion, it comes from, from deep within us, right? And and our true selves. And I also believe our passions can evolve over time. And so there's exploring your passions in terms of what's lighting you up, what you're really focused on. And then there's also this idea of living with passion, living with joy, living with ecstasy. And, and that, you know, means excitement and purpose and, what I've really come to see even more deeply, like I said, over the last year, but then also even in Africa is that living with passion, it's, it all begins with being really aligned with who you really are, your highest self, and then allowing yourself to be fully expressed. So letting go of what will people think, stifling my emotions, stifling my anger, you know, anger and passion are actually on the same neural pathway. And so it's impossible to actually access passion and live with passion if you don't ever let yourself express your anger and get that out. So you have to really look at where you might be stifling yourself or hiding yourself, or again, tying back to that people pleasing or censoring yourself because of what other people might think in order to really align with who you really are to access your greatness and, and to live with that passion and to, to bring it into your daily work so that it's not all just, you know, that grind autopilot doing. And I got to call myself out. So Alex knows right before this call, I sent her a message and I said, or this, this podcast interview, I said, I'm experiencing every possible joy that I could potentially (laughs) be experiencing. And the good girl in me is like, you know, there's the peaceful side, you know, the hippie Marta, that's like, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Everything will fall into place. You know, you're right where you're meant to be. And then there's that anger Italian Marta. That's like, what, what right now with every single button, red light, you know? And so I tend to stifle that frustration and anger and like shift right into positivity. What, you know, what is, what could, how is this working for me? And so that's actually not that great to do. It's okay for you to allow that anger to let out. And you know what happened when I was at this red light 
and like everything was pulling in front of me that could potentially pull in front of me. I'm like, Hey, right. And I like, and then that moment, to be quite honest, everything released. I was hitting every green light. I made it straight home. It was good. Mm. And my brain was doing it. My daughter's sitting next to me in the car and the brain's going, you don't want to be a bad example for your daughter. You don't want her to see you angry. Do you, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm recognizing everything that my brain is doing, but sometimes it's like, it's okay for you to be angry. Sometimes it's okay for you to let that steam out. It's actually good for you. Um, so when we talk about mindset moves and shifts in positivity, you gotta let that steam out and let it exist and then recalibrate to love. Right. 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 Because otherwise you're bypassing it. And so it's like, you're trying to shove it down and it, it wants to come out. It wants to be expressed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's so important to allow all of you to be welcome, to allow it. Yeah. Yeah. To allow it to come out because that's when you can actually move through it Mm -hmm. and move past it. And when you can come back to, like you said, and recalibrate with yourself and, and get back in touch with your intuition. And I think sometimes it's easy for us, especially if you're like in the coaching space or you're growth-minded, the, the dark side of, of being growth-minded is that you feel like you should always know better. And, and that you an example to everyone at all times, even if no one's watching. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I should always feel good. I should always be positive. And I don't, I don't actually teach that. I don't teach you should always be positive. Right. I teach you should be real and connected to your emotions and that it's actually being willing to express and look at, you know, the darkness that takes you into the light. Yeah. I love the way that you, that you put that. And, you know, speaking of passion, I feel like on social media, I keep I keep teasing that I'm making this big shift in my focus. That is definitely a a time for me. That's like, okay, God doesn't really make much sense to me, but I'm going to go for it. And I, and every time that I, that I'm taking steps, I'm a big believer that if it's, you know, it can be easy, but my brain, every step of the way wants to go, no, this is going to be hard. Just Mm. stop. You need to follow your passion or what your heart is telling you. Right. So I I feel like it's new level, same devil, but um, I feel so passionate about what I'm calling to do. It doesn't really make much sense. People are probably going to think I'm crazy, but I can't wait. It's going to be a long journey. And once it's, once it's done, I'll be ready to unveil it. But uh, Mm -hmm. so this is, this is always a good conversation for me too. And because I, you know, people are asking, why'd you, you know, why do you want to, why aren't you going to coach anymore? And I've, I've gotten practical confirmations, which Alex and I had a good conversation about that. What's happening with me with it has been a reaffirmation, but if, if what's happening with her with it is actually reaffirming that how much she loves it. So it's really Mm -hmm. about what your journey and what you truly want. And sometimes the universe tests us to see how bad do you want it? How bad do you not want it? Right. And you know, what's on your heart and you just keep moving that direction and right. Right. Always let your desires lead the way over the circumstances. Right. Yeah. So it's okay to, of course, to take into account circumstances and say, you know, what do I, what do I really want here? But that's where I always like to start. And I'm always exploring with clients is let's get back to wait, start with what do you really want? Mm-hmm. What's your heart leading you to your heart is never actually wrong. Yeah. My one client was with me for a long time. And she said that every time she watches the notebook, she thinks of me because there's that scene where Ryan Gosling is like, what? She's like, 
you know, they're like passionately crying in the rain. And so I actually, I made a reel out of that because that's what I always ask her. Cause you know, I love that. I'd be like, well, what do you want to do? You know, after a while, you know, that's what you do as a coach. It's like, well, it's not what I think you should do. I could give you some options and we can go through some exercises, but ultimately that's the question, right? What do you want? Right. Cause your highest self knows better for you than anyone else ever will. And of course, it's beautiful to get support from people who can help you access your highest self. That's exactly what I do with my clients. And I have had mentors do that for me and it's life-changing. And you always have the deep answers that you need within you. Yeah. So Alex, we all know um, that a media, the creative agency is the producer and creator of this show. And you recently had the experience of working with my team for some branding photography. And then of course, featuring you on, on our online magazine. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience working with media? Yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Very seamless is I think the best way I could describe it. Everything was really organized, um, taken care of. And the photo shoot was a lot of fun. And it was great, Marta, that you were able to join the shoot. And Brie was amazing as well. And it was just really fun to have you all there. And we got to play around with it and and dance around. I actually just posted a picture the other day of one of the photos of me. Like it was a live shot of me dancing, live action shot. And I got a couple comments from people about it. I was like, yeah, because we were having so much fun. You can see in the photo that I was really enjoying myself during that shoot. So I thought it was a great experience to really bring out um, my playful side and and fun and and sexy and joyful side and, and all the aspects of me. Yeah, I think it's divinely designed to tap into your highest self during those sessions. Like, let us love on you. Let us light you up. Let us cheer you on. Let's put some music on. Let's dance, right? So yeah. I'm that you had that experience. Well, Alex, I know you've got something coming up. For those of uh, for those of us who are listening and would love to learn more from you, what what is it? Yes, I am super excited about this brand new workshop I'm doing as I've been really leaning into this content and exploring living with more passion. And so it's a two day, uh, two, just two hour sessions, two day workshop called Igniting Ecstasy from Grinding to Passionate Living. And it's for high achieving, successful spiritual women business owners who are ready for more abundance, impact, and passion, who want to not only achieve more, but want to feel better while they're doing it, who want to create more freedom, more joy in a holistic sense. So we're going to guide you in uncovering your blind spot that's keeping you from elevating to the next level with that greater ease and joy, while also exploring what it looks like to create from your divine intuition, to access more of your creativity, and defining some steps for you to take to really be infusing more passion into your life and business. I love it. Thank you, Alex. And until next time, guys, bye.